This episode is sponsored by OHM Concessions. OHM is an award-winning St. Louis, Missouri-based concessionaire with over 20 years of operational excellence in the airport food industry. From quick serve to quick casual to bars to cafes, OHM brings its expertise in all categories, operating a variety of leading brands such as Chick-fil-A, Dunkin' Donuts, The Bracket Room, Good Stuff Eatery, and, and pizza. OHM is also the operator of two restaurant concepts by renowned chef Wolfgang Puck, The Kitchen by Wolfgang Puck, and Wolfgang Puck Pizza. Learn more about their exceptional operations in each of their 12 airports by going to ohmgroup.com. OHM, Outstanding Hospitality Management. This is episode 38 of the Airport Experience News Podcast. If you like listening to us on your computer, you can find us on airportxnews.com slash podcast. Or if you like listening to us on your mobile device, please subscribe because you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, or Stitcher. And of course, if you love listening to us, please leave a positive comment or review. So in this episode, I chat with Salt Lake City International Airport Commercial Manager Brad Wolf. Brad and SLC have been pretty busy over the last few years as the airport's being remade and expanded to accommodate not only its growing user base, but to be truly reflective of its community, whether that's in its environments, its concessions, etc. And as an aside, you can also read Carol Ward's interview with SLC Executive Director Bill Wyatt in the May issue of Airport Experience News. It's a great read. Anyway, Brad talks about the project, what's yet to come, what he's excited about, and more. So here's my conversation with Brad Wolf. So I'm joined by Brad Wolf, the commercial manager for Salt Lake City International Airport. And airport, we can easily say, is kind of in the midst of some development. So Brad, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you, Ramon. I appreciate the opportunity. So I guess oh, I'll just lead off with something easy. It's easy to say that you guys have been pretty busy the last couple uh few months or so right uh last few years really <laughs> um, so we, we started um this uh several years ago um with our rental car facilities the uh, rental car facilities that we had in place were in the way of the new development so we had to build new facilities for them demo their existing facilities in order to really kick off the new development so um we've like have been at this uh since about 2014. Oh, great. So uh, my first question really is just, you know, talk, you touched upon it a little bit, you know, talk about the development as a whole, really specifically the parts that impact the concessions, concessions and the passenger experience. You know, we shifted from airport experience, uh, airport revenue news to airport experience news because we, we want to focus on the passenger experience from curb to gate. And obviously there've been a lot of improvements there at the airport, at least to date um, that have been going on. So just talk a little bit more about that. Okay, uh, the current facility um, opened in about 1960, and it was added to in about 1980. It's the um, it's got the the two main terminals and then the uh, satellite uh, pier concourses, and it was designed for a maximum of about 10 million passengers. And uh, as of the end of 2018, we have exceeded 25 and a half million. Yeah. So when you talk about the passenger experience, uh, it, it gets really um, it gets really tight. You know, the, being a Delta hub, uh, they're very efficient with their operations. They'll bring all the planes in at once, and then the facilities just fill up. 
uh, we're very full for you know hour, um, and then everyone leaves again. And so we get hit really hard, and, and the passengers, uh, in terms of finding concession opportunities, they all get uh, pretty saturated really fast. So it's been a challenge to keep up. Um, the concessionaires we have in place today, they do, do an outstanding job, but there's just more business than they can handle as we hit these banks throughout the day. So um, moving into new facilities, I think will be very helpful in that respect in terms of giving passengers a little bit of breathing room. Excellent. And I guess if anyone really wants to find out more about what uh, what's been, been done to date or maybe even see some more images, you know, you guys have uh, your website's pretty well. You, know, you can find it on, on, on a slcairport.com kind of like the new SLC and, and I've been on there for the last week or so and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So focusing on the development, you know, I'd love for you to talk about a little bit about the, um, the new and unique aspects that to the terminal or will be coming to the terminal that will make it really representative of the region. You know, I'm sure you want to show off the region. I'm, I'm down here from Florida. I grew up in Florida. We don't have much topography to kind of show off unlike you guys there. So I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be a big part of it. Yes. Uh, so the design itself, um, we're going from the, the, the pier concourses to, to a linear design. We'll have a central terminal uh, that will handle everything. One, one terminal uh, main concourse that's connected to the terminal and then a remote, remote concourse um, accessed uh, underground. And the design, it's... Um, we have a lot of beauty in the state of Utah. Uh, for mm -hmm. those who have, have visited, they are aware of this. Um, at least in terms of where we're located now, you can look out the, the windows to the east, and we've got the Rocky Mountains. And uh, right now, they're, they couldn't be more beautiful with snow-covered peaks. And you go to the west, you've got desert. You go to the south, you've got Red Rock um, National Parks. There, there's just a lot to see and a lot to take in. So the design is you know, attempting to capture as much of that as possible, but with the idea that uh, we'll have windows everywhere so you can look out and you can see the beauty outside. Um, the uh, the central concourse, um, they're referring to it as the canyons, and it'll, you know, have an image of, of some of the canyonlands that we experience here, whether they're the local canyons or southern Utah canyons. Um, but uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the, the views, you know, the, the views right now in our current facilities, you don't see a lot just because of the way of the, the design. I'm really trying to capture a lot of that in the current design or in the new design. Is there any aspect of it that you, you personally uh, have taken to? I, I see just the renderings and images, you know, it's a lot more natural lighting, a lot more windows, like you said, like you said, to kind of take in the topography there. Is there one aspect that you guys, that you personally like? Uh, the the views um, as I walk <laughs> yeah as I walk the new facilities um, you know as you go down to the end of the current or the or the new concourse A on the west side um, it's kind of taken on the term as the jewelry box because it's just um, the, the views uh, from every angle just spectacular and as you walk you know back towards the main terminal you can you can see the views uh, of the of the mountains and it's just it's really quite nice excellent so you mentioned um you know showing off the region with all the windows and stuff and i just want to go on to the next question uh talking about the food and the retail program and where it is where it's going to be i know you um you've added some really great concepts or some concepts will be coming to the um 
uh, to the airport. You have some great operators and hosts, Latrell's, OHM, SSP, America, et cetera. You know, talk a little bit about what is there, what you're expecting to provide travelers in terms of representing the region. Okay, yeah, uh, we published RFPs with um, a, a statement saying that we wanted the ideal mix of local, regional, and national brands. And I believe, you know, everyone that, that proposed that showed interest came to the table with that in mind. And mm-hmm. so uh, once we get into phase one and, and realizing that there are two phases to the, the solicitation, we've completed phase one, uh, we have very good local participation. Um, just kind of going down the list, uh, you know, Beans and Brew, which is a local concept, Blue Lemon, Cafe Rio, Fillings and Emulsions, uh, Granados, Market Street Grill, Squatters Pub, Pago, Pizzeria Limone, Pulp Lifestyle Kitchen, Uinta Brewing Company, Wasatch Pub, and White Horse Spirits and Kitchens are the uh, local food and beverage concepts that will be going in. Um, then we also have some, you know, national presence. Uh, we've got some first-time in Utah, which is always fun. You know, we'll have Panera Bread here, uh, Pickup mm-hmm. Sticks, uh, Silver Diner, and Shake Shack. Uh, on the uh, retail side, um, again, very good representation of, of the national concepts um, with uh, Dufree, and they're bringing in um, Mac and uh, Coach and uh, Johnston and Murphy, um, iStore, Fry. Uh, we've got No Boundaries, which was, was founded here by Parodies or, or started mm-hmm. here by Parodies, which has been very successful and has, has begun expanding. Um, some very good joint venture partnerships, ACDBE participation with, with some of our local business partners, which I think is, is very exciting and, and something I look forward to. So maybe I'm, again, I'm kind of just going through the, uh, the whole, the, the country as a whole in terms of, you know, the hubs and the O&D airports. And, and you mentioned it, you are, you're a Delta hub, but it seems like you guys, you lean more towards having more regional stuff versus where some, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, you know, maybe some of the other hubs might lean more towards the fast casual, uh, the national branded stuff. I mean, cause I still see Salt Lake as this very unique destination that you can get away with having, with leaning more towards having uh, local representation in your food and your retail, correct? Yeah. And, and again, we, we stress that throughout the process that we are, you know, being a Delta hub with a lot of connecting passengers. We want, we want both. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think we achieved that. I, I think that those who proposed um, did try their best to include good, meaningful local, but but we do have the national presence as well. Awesome. So related to that, uh, you you are a street pricing airport, um, and is this the means of just following a trend, or is this re- was this did this emanate from uh, an internal belief that this is the the proper approach? Because you know uh, a lot of airports now are starting to marry the street with the airport side, and is this? And I guess it gives consumers a little more confidence knowing that I'm not going to get gouged, or you know I, I'm going to whatever get charged in the street, I will get charged in the terminal, and I guess this triggers more sales. Correct? Is that the was that the approach in adopting the street pricing um, approach? Well, we're we're currently at street plus ten percent, or, mm-hmm. or no more than street plus ten percent, and and will be that way through the remaining term of the agreement. With the new program that will open okay. September fifteenth of twenty twenty, it will be a strictly street pricing. And as uh, a lot of uh, folks know, uh, Bill Wyatt 
is our executive director. He came from Portland, mm-hmm. uh, where he was the uh, Port Authority director there, uh, where they do have street pricing. And it was under his direction that we would go forward with street pricing in the new program. And in discussions that I have had with him, or I have heard him talking with other folks, uh, he said that it's been very successful in Portland, that um, the, the passengers not only appreciate it, but they embrace it. And knowing that it is going to be the same price that they would spend elsewhere, they end up spending more. So he's, he's had a lot of, of success with that and wants to bring that here to Salt Lake City. So I guess you're having kind of like the, um, I don't want to say perfect storm, but it's, it's, it's the great approach where everything's coming together. You're having a brand new program, has great options, street pricing, <laughs> you're, a, you're a Delta hub, you're, you're obviously in the, up in the double digits in terms of passenger traffic. I mean, it, this, is gonna, this has all the, the markings of a great program, a successful program, actually. Uh, yes, uh, it's, it's a very exciting place to be. Um, it's, well, it's exciting and terrifying. I mean, there, there's so much, <laughs> so much going on. It's, it's very difficult, at least for me, to, to kind of wrap my mind around because there are so many moving pieces and so many layers of complexity. And um, it, it's not like um, when, when, when Denver built a new airport, uh, they were able to build it completely separate from the existing airport, whereas we're building on our, our, on our top of ourselves, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll open phase one and we'll still need to be operating out of portions of the existing facilities while we're tearing down terminals and parking garages and so forth. So the logistics to make all of that work and to have it be a seamless, good experience for the passenger um, is is just taking a tremendous effort from a lot of you know very very smart people, which uh, is nice to have here. Um, but yeah, it, it is an exciting place to be. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. What was let's just talk about quickly what you've enjoyed about the project to date. Uh, I. I th- I think uh, probably the best way to put it is, is I've been able to do things I could never have imagined doing. You know, when mm-hmm. I when I began my career at the airport, um, you know, it's just amazing to be able to sit down kind of from the very beginning of discussions. Uh, I'll, I'll use the rental car facilities as, as an example to uh, go through the process of, of determining, you know, do we do we go offsite or do we stay on property to, to provide that higher level of passenger experience or you know better passenger experience and then to to go through the design process and then to actually see it come out of the ground and and finish up and to transition into it and see it working and, and functioning as planned uh again that's that's very rewarding to be able to do that and now to do it on a bigger scale with, with the bigger project is um it's very it's very exciting again something i could never have imagined doing you know 10 or 15 years ago so it's it's I'm sure it's been great to kind of see the airport evolve and still continue to evolve almost to stay in lockstep with the rest of the industry that's going through or many airports going through similar changes, correct? Correct, yeah. So my last question, Brad, for you is just, you know, what have you, and it's probably related to the last question I asked, you know, what have you personally learned from being part of this project? You said you've never been involved with um, a project that's had so many layers. You're building something while you're still operating. You know, what, what, is, what are some of the things that you've taken away from this project that you could probably say, wow, this was a great experience and this is what I've learned from it? I, I think it's, it's the people involved. You, you, you put the building aside and you get an opportunity to work with a lot of really good and, and fun and exciting people. Um, 
whether it's those that are brought in to design and build the facilities to the concessionaires. And, um, you know, with this last solicitation, um, you know, we've, we've had hosts here for, uh, I, I think since the beginning of time, um, <laughs> we're, we're adding, uh, we've got HBF here. We've, mm -hmm. we're adding SSP America, which we haven't had here before. We're adding OHM, we're adding, uh, Latrell's, um, again, very, I mean, just genuinely nice people, but all very qualified, very competent. Um, it, it's fun to work with them. It's fun to work with their designers as we, as we go space by space and, try to envision what can be in terms of each of the locations to just make it really exciting um, as well as functional uh, because um, again we have uh, we have a lot of passengers to serve and we want to make sure we take care of them all and uh, just again being able to see it from start through to finish is, is, is a lot of fun are there days where you feel like this doesn't seem like it's going to end <laughs> or are you making enough progress where okay i could see there's a progression towards the end on the side. Cause sometimes, you know, some projects can not stall, but there are aspects that can slow down where it feels like you, you've come to a, a stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, have, haven't reached that yet. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we started out again, designing and, and then, then building and, and, you know, bear in mind that we, we have our day jobs to do. Uh, so, so we've added the, the design portion to it and then the, the build out portion to it. And, um, now we're starting to focus very heavily on the transition portion of it, even though it's, you know, another 16, 17 months away to opening date. Um, there are a lot of things that have to be solved to be able to seamlessly move over into new facilities almost overnight and still keep existing concessions operational. Uh, I mean, little things like, you know, the, the, the power feeds to the, concourses that will stay operational could be coming from a place that's going to be demoed and how do you make sure they get the power and the utilities and, and the plumbing and everything and, and stay operational when everything is connected to something that will be going away very quickly so a lot, a lot of interesting challenges uh, but again uh, it's, it's fun to be working with some um, very very smart people so Brad, um, midway into the project now and still a lot left to go, um, please share with us what you're excited about. There's, there's a lot of things I'm excited about. Um, in our current program, we don't have enough space. Uh, the units are all undersized. Uh, many of them are in the wrong place. We uh, enlisted the help of Anne Farragutta with our projects. Uh, she's been involved very early on in the design process to make sure that we have enough space devoted to concessions, so the units are properly sized and that they're in all the right places. Uh, we've also uh, focused a little extra on the specialty retail. So I'm really excited to see what uh, Parities, Lagadere, Hudson Group, Express Bond, and Sweet Ventures can do with the uh, prime real estate that they've all been awarded. I'm excited to be part of a program that's focused on sustainability as we work towards uh, LEED Gold certification for the new facilities. Uh, we also have a roadmap to net zero in development. Um, I think only commercial managers will really appreciate this, but in the new facilities, all of our grease interceptors are going to be outside, oh, okay. uh, which will be nice. Uh, we've also piped all of the food locations so that they can drain their used cooking oil. Um, just eliminating the possibility of ever having to take 
any kind of grease or oil through the facilities. So just for someone like me, who's uh, completely doesn't know that, who's not on the commercial side, but um, what is the, what other benefits are there to having a setup like that one? Well, uh, the grease interceptors, every, every uh, restaurant space needs one. Okay. And oftentimes they're built in the stores and they have to be cleaned frequently. So it's uh, it's an unpleasant process if you've not been exposed to that. Um, <laughs> by by having everything piped so that it all goes outside, we can do the collections from the outside and, and we never have to have any kind of um, open exposure in any of the facilities. So it, it just creates a, a very uh, nice and clean environment. It's, it's more convenient for the operators as well. Excellent. Um, yeah, we've also uh, designed back of house access for most of the spaces, which will be very nice for uh, deliveries and trash removal. And then um, I think uh, I'm also excited about the uh, what's going on pre-security. We're going to have a full service restaurant pre-security for the first time. Uh, we're building a, a really nice big meter greeter area that's adjacent to the restaurant. And then we're also able to keep our rental car operations on property so customers can just go across the street to the parking garage to pick up their car. Then what I'm most excited about is the uh, central core. As passengers finish the security screening process, they'll enter into what's being referred to as the canyons. And uh, art artwork has been commissioned to create a one-of-a-kind visual experience as you pass through this area. It leads to a big open plaza with comfortable seating, incredible views. Um, the central core is completely devoted to concessions. Uh, we'll have convenience, a uh, wide selection of specialty retail options, several food options from snacks to fast casual to fine dining. Of the 58 stores that make up phase one of the new program, 20 of them are located in the central core. So it's going to be a really nice area. So we do have a, a lot to be excited about. Um, I think as of today, we have 503 days left before opening day. So it's coming wow. fast. <laughs> you blink and it's going to be here before you know it. Yes. So of the, uh, of you mentioned the fillings and emulsions, uh, Panera Bread, uh, Shake Shake Shack, et cetera. Is there, I mean, let's just allow ourselves something, a guilty pleasure here, but is there one that you're probably really looking forward to? You know, uh, in, in fairness to everyone who proposed, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for all of them. Uh, again, I, I, I watch it from a lot of different perspectives. Uh, you know, first and foremost, are the are the passengers, customers being taken care of? Um, but then I also I look at you know how they operate, and uh, you know we, we've got a lot of challenges. Um, you know, the the demand that's placed on our concessions with the volume of traffic that come through you know, in the various banks throughout the day. Um, it's, it's just, it's fun to see successes. It's fun to see, you know, customers, you know, happy, um, whether it's, it's in a retail shop or, or, you know, fast food or a full service sit down. Again, they, they do a great job and, and we really appreciate their effort. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all of them. Well, Brad, that's all I have. And I'm excited to seeing the program um, soon and then obviously when it's completed. But thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Well, I'm glad to do it. And uh, feel free to, to stop by anytime we'll get a tour.